0: Day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of FPL Pautia. So the double game week 36 has been over. And Ryan, welcome back to the show, man. Hello guys. So I'm back. Uh, did you listen to the previous episode? When you were in Vietnam at that point of time, your ears got itch or whatever. Because not me, uh, but Joshua said a lot of bad things about you. Not me, Joshua.
1: <laughs> to yeah. be honest, right, I, I didn't uh listen to the entire podcast because I was on holiday. Okay, and, and because the podcast was one hour long, but I did listen to a little bit, like the uh, close to first half. Okay, first okay. Half the, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, big shout out to Joshua. Thanks for being here with us last week when Ryan couldn't make it um, since he was overseas. And I think yeah. that Joshua has provided very, very valuable inputs, which um, I don't think I gained much because it has been a very, very disastrous week. La. So, no, Ryan.
1: I, I'm interested to know hmm. both of your... uh. Captain and Pao Tia last week. Um that, that, that was something that I didn't manage to get to.
0: I don't think that I want to talk much about this topic because um uh, <laughs> it, it backfired very badly. If you want to know that you will listen yourself, it's not a topic that to start, okay? It <laughs> make me very, very sad and angry, you know. Because on the next like, hotel, hotel, right, uh, you hear me ranting already, brother.
1: I feel that like- even though I score like 50 plus points above average, I cannot really compare my points to the average this week because I did utilize my bench boost chip and if you compare to uh, other fantasy managers who have u- used the bench bench boost chip, right, you will see that they probably uh, they have gotten like around 100, 100 plus points or so lah. So I will say mine is around average, even though compared to the world average is a bit... Is a bit higher. Uh, the sad thing is that I didn't have a single King of the Week player in my squad, so I I missed out a lot of big players such as uh, KDB, Sun, Kane. Uh, the only good thing is that I didn't captain Salah because I don't even have him. Ouch. So, so this hurts. That, that's a small consolation for me. That's about it. Okay. What What about you, Sean?
0: Well, Ryan, you score hundred and thirty five points, and you said that. Uh... 136 to be exact. And you say that, uh, my you are a man with standards.
1: People ah. who have utilized the bench boost this week, a lot of them are getting 100 plus points. And even those that didn't, right, they are getting clo- close to 100 points.
0: Yes, precisely. But, which brings yeah. it back to my bloody game week because it's very, very boho. Okay? I've been talking about the biggest game week so far, the double game week 36. I activated my bench boost as... Mentioned last episode, right? And I got like 135 points. Some managers, right, who never even activate a single cheat, right, score higher than me. Eh? I went for Salah as my captain because, for a simple reason, I don't have KDB. But if I can turn back time, I will definitely, I mean, definitely replace it with KDB. Most Salah, he didn't return in both games in the double game week 36 compared to KDB, who scored like four goals against Wolves and had one assist. In the five new trashing against Newcastle, so that guy like single handedly got like thirty points, which is like one third of my score by one single player. And secondly, Ruben Diaz, he got an injury in the first of the sec- of the two double game week thirty six, and he had to come off. And he and sorry, and he didn't even start the second game. So although you can say that okay la, the uh, Man City also assi- also consider, but but then again at this current juncture, right, every point is a point. And you never know what will happen. So. Thirdly, I went for a small gamble. I went for Rafinha as a differential. But that backfired very, very badly because this joker, right? two points in double game with 26. In the game against Leeds, he played for 60 minutes, he got one point. And he got one yellow card, minus one point, zero points. And in the game against Chelsea, Leeds lost 3-0. He didn't do shit either. So overall, very, very, very Bohotia. Because I've been hyping up and I've been saying it for this particular game week.
1: You deserve it, lah. You you bring Rafina when you know he playing Chelsea European Champions, eh?
0: How would I know? Because okay, <laughs> again, okay. I think right, if Chelsea didn't lose the first game against um the the the, the first of the double game week against or didn't draw against Booth, right? They won't feel a strong team against Leeds, what? So they. I didn't expect them to fill a strong team against Leeds because I thought Wolves would be a palcey fixture for them. But who knows? They drew with two. They drew, They drew two two with Wolves. Considered the goals last minute, and then no choice. Uh, the Champions League spot need to, yeah, a bit already. So fill a strong team against Leeds, lah. So all in all, very very boho. Tiaf. in my double game week thirty six, I'm very disappointed. So Ryan, who caught your eye?
1: Has to be KDB. Four goals in one game. You know, third fastest head Premier League history. Um, undoubtedly, best midfielder in the world right now. Uh, I think I think he was a bit excited lah after you know the news, the confirmation of the news that Harlan is uh, moving to City. Finally, uh, you know the t- the City management and and Pat has given KDB a striker to feed his balls to. Yeah, so uh yeah there there was a meme meme going on like uh they were saying KDB is Dobby from Harry Potter and like the Masters have given Dobby a striker, finally. To fit the motto. Yeah, and a and a very, very good young striker. somehow. So um <clears throat> yeah, definitely KDB. Four goals in one game. Uh you can't beat that la. Right and, and he scored and, his
0: hat trick with his left leg, that's the amazing thing.
1: Yeah, and, and I think it's beyond Beyond scoring the four goals, right? I think his game the game is uh his game is definitely beyond scoring. Yes. His passes, yes. his crossing, uh his ability to dictate the play in midfield. Uh everything is top-notch. Yeah. He's
0: just powerful, like there's a word to I just describe it as powerful. He can pass, he can run, he can dribble, he can shoot, and his vision is whoa.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, Ryan, sidetrack your beat. So mm-hmm. what do you think of the Haaland transfer? Do you think that it will help finally help Man City win the Champions League league season. What are your thoughts on yeah. Haaland?
1: Uh, I would say that Holland uh, Haaland is definitely one of the most uh, fearsome strikers currently young very very fast you know he almost broke like while while on the I, I read that while on the pitch uh he almost broke the 60 meter world record not not in, in terms of soccer but in the world <laughs> Yeah, he was running to score a goal, uh, then... When sprinting, he almost
0: broke a, yeah. a world record. Yeah,
1: he was like 0. 0.3 seconds behind the world record or something.
0: But as we all know, right, because a lot of strikers, like big name strikers, tend to come to the Premier League and flop. But do you think Haaland... Okay, he's young and stuff like that. He's fast. Do you think he'll adapt well? The English game and the German game is extremely um, different. So do you think he might have problems like fitting in and adapting to the play?
1: Uh... I would say no because, uh, number one, physical attributes wise I think he's built to be like a complete striker, you know, he's very tall, he's very uh, big, he's super fast for his size, Uh, he can shoot. And I think with Pep and with a team like Man City that is this good, I don't see any issue with him fitting in because I do feel that as a youngster he has a lot of drive and he's hungry to prove himself to be like one of the best Mm. in the world yeah my only concern is that uh he has been pretty injury prone i mean he has been injured like four times this season and he missed out like i don't know 16 games so far or what yeah that's about it
0: i would think that he would be a hit as well but the premier league game is very very different from the Bundesliga, and I would think that next season FPL wise, there's another twelve million incoming, like easily lah. Like. If I were to guess lah, like, I think it would be at I, least twelve million. I, I was, uh,
1: yeah, I would think twelve lah. Like. Okay, but but I, I I don't think twelve makes sense to be honest because, uh, I I feel that twelve is just if the price is twelve, it will be based on like his name, Plus records. like his rep. Yeah, yeah, his rep. But then, I would. I'm hoping, lah. I would think it's fair to be at 11, and I'm hoping for maybe like 11. Lah. I mean, okay, yeah. he's a player that I'll be getting.
0: For sure, for we, we sure. For sure. Doubt. And I, yes. I,
1: I'm, I'm sure a lot of players, uh, fantasy managers, will be eyeing on him as well. So, for the sake of everyone, let's hope that he's cheaper, okay? Yeah,
0: because if he's 12, you know, like I mentioned, if he's 12, right? He 12, Hurricane 12, 24, yeah. Salah 11. Salah won't
1: be 11, because Salah is the, still the top-scoring. Oh, so, so another easy, 12. I think he'll be 12.5, KDB another easy 12.
0: You see, if price. you have all these premium assets inside right, then you know you to play it. Eh? No, and I'm, and I'm
1: telling you, you right, Sun price will increase. That's true, I would think yeah. so. We're
0: so sc- going for a golden boot, so I, I won't foresee why not. Okay. Anyway, back to who caught my eye, Amy Body. Price at 10.3 million and with double week 37 upcoming right. Vardy has scored two goals against um, Norwich and I don't force, I, I don't see him being dropped and I see I, I honestly think that his form will continue to go on from here because he's just that sort of player that will deliver results. Ryan, you got him, right?
1: Yeah, I got him.
0: Well you master it eh? You okay, what made you bring him in though? As in like, weren't you worried about his minutes or like just blind faith?
1: No, as in like, he was getting back already when I transferred him in. Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah, right. correct. So right. I feel that if he's fit, right, he's definitely still the best striker in Lesser squad. When he came back from injury, they were focused on uh, the, the Europa, Europa. Europa
0: Conference League.
1: Yeah, and he did play in uh the Conference League game. So, after they lost, I, I thought like, yeah, la, there's no need for rotation anymore. Obviously, you're going to play your best striker because I don't think Dhaka has been performing this season, and yes. for some reason, Ineatro hasn't oh. even been starting regularly, even with the absence of Body. So, I do feel that Bali is definitely the first choice uh, striker, and he has proven it once again with a brace against Norwich. So, yep. yeah, that was my di- my reasoning behind bringing him in. Uh, and of course, uh, there's a double game week back-to-back, back. so he will be having another double game week this week, that, that
0: was why, yeah. That's the reason why I think that a lot of players who are maybe gonna activate their free hit or bench boost or gonna take point hits, right, can consider bringing Jamie Vardy in. Which brings it to our next segment, Just see me. So, five teams will be playing double game week, sorry, five teams will have double game fixtures this upcoming weekend. Everton plays Brentford and Palace at home, Palace plays Villa and Everton away, Villa plays Palace and Burnley at home. Burnley plays Spurs and Villa away. Leicester plays Watford and Chelsea away. So among all these fixtures, Ryan, which fixture caught your eye?
1: I would think double fixtures is definitely a huge advantage, right? But uh, putting that aside, I think for single fixture, um, Spurs and Burnley is the one that we should look at. Yeah, because uh, Spurs has been in... Uh, red hot form, or or rather, Sun and Kane, not Spurs, just Sun and Kane. <laughs> okay, I mean, Kulu has been playing really well, uh, in the league so far. I think he has settled in uh superbly well. Uh, he's a he's a good winger, you know. And he's only been here half a season, right? But he's he's already registered like eight assists and yep. I think, like two goals, like which is pretty pretty decent, especially for his price tag. Yes, yes. Uh. Yeah, Sun the Sun and Kane connection, right? Honestly, it's hard to stop. Sun is in the form of his life. Uh four goals, two assists in the past three games. Kane scored three goals in the past three games. And playing at home, I do not see uh I, I know that Burnley is trying to, you know, uh get they they need a win badly to uh not be relegated, but honestly I don't see it happening because Spurs needs a win equally bad. Uh because Spurs has to win uh both of their game in order to send a chance right and then hope for arsenal to slip up because they're only one point away from champions league spot. so it's a it's a must-win game for both teams and i would think spurs will definitely uh take it lah. especially when both of both of burnley's uh first choice center backs are out uh takovsky is definitely out ben has been out for quite some time with news that uh he's back to a bit of training but whether will he start or not i'm not very sure and you know with your first two choice center back out and you have to face a team with kane and sun right it's not gonna be that easy so for me it's a straightforward spurs win definitely some goals from goals and assists from either kane or sun and possibly even a clean sheet because burnley uh is like i think second or third lowest scoring team in the league thus far and i I it's hard to see them score more than one or even or even one actually. Yeah. That's true.
0: Furthermore they have a Champions League spot that's not secured to actually go for. So I don't think Spurs will be slipping up. But if you talk about um the top two teams in the Premier League right now fighting for the championship, I would think that honestly speaking, um both Man City and Liverpool fixtures are not as straightforward as it is uh, because Man City will be playing West Ham away, followed by Liverpool playing Southampton away. So, I don't think these are straightforward fixtures that um, we should put. If you are going to go for a single game break, these are not the fixtures that we should be looking at. Yep. Yeah, for me, right? Um, yeah, uh, sorry.
1: yeah, sorry. But I still think that uh, City and Pooh will win. Like.
0: Yeah, correct, correct, correct. I, how about Chelsea against Leicester at home? It's listed on the FPL that um, FPL website that is it's a green fixture. So, easy Chelsea victory, do you think?
1: Right, um... I hope so. As in, uh, on paper, yes. I definitely do see a Chelsea victory because I do not feel that Leicester's defence has been particularly great this season. Uh, probably Schumacher is the standout performer. If you watch the match against Norwich, right, in the first half, Norwich could have easily scored like a couple of goals. Yeah, and, and you know, even against a team like Norwich, uh, you can give this uh, give away this kind of chances and stuff. Uh I definitely do see uh Chelsea capital capitalizing and being at home I would say definitely Chelsea uh, yeah la, Chelsea la, also a bit biased la, definitely Chelsea for me.
0: <laughs> okay, I think those are really very, very I think those are really very valid points as well. But for me, right, I think that the fixture we should shift our attention to is actually Everton's double game week. Um Against Brentford and Crystal Palace at home for a simple reason is because they are fighting for relegation. cool as of now, Everton, uh, sorry, as of now, Norwich and Watford have been relegated already, which brings it back to Everton, Burnley, Leeds, who might face the drop simply, and Everton is not safe. Although they have a game in hand, which they will be playing this weekend, but these two home fixtures against Brentford and Palace, I believe that Everton will put up a fight in order to secure their safety and remain in the Premier League. As simple as that. And both games at home, it's going to be a tough fixture, but I don't think that they will... I don't... It's, I don't think they are able to drop any more points. They can't afford to drop any more points. A win in one of these two fixtures will be massive. So, yeah, if you're talking about a double game week fixture, right, Because um I think that the rest of the teams who have double game week have not much to play for and except for Everton who is fighting for relegation. So if there's a game to give, they are all. And this is it lah for Everton. Because I don't think and I don't want to see them being relegated. So Ryan, let's move on to our next segment. Like which player do you think that we should all get?
1: Uh I think for this week there are a lot of players that uh you guys can consider right uh, because it's also quite a decent double game weight and it is the second last game week of the season so i would urge a lot of fantasy managers who have yet to use uh, their chips right like especially i know free heat or bench boost use it lah. i think this is a game week to use it and then um, i mean it, it depends on the strategy you're going for but off the top of my head if you are gonna uh, do a free hit. Definitely focus on uh, the double game with players. Uh, so, for example, from Aston Villa, I would probably recommend uh, Matty Cash. Right? Yes, playing at yes, home, Yeah, playing at home against uh, Crystal Palace and... Crystal Palace and... Emberley. Emberley, right. So, uh, two home games. Uh, ever since Gerard uh, took over, Matty Cash uh has the most fantasy points hmm. yeah amongst all Villa players so uh he's a pretty attacking fullback as well so maybe you know you'll get some assists or goals on top of clean sheets uh okay. Watkins or Inks yep. you can consider yeah uh for Palace probably Zaha Zaha is in a pretty good form scoring seven goals in a, in his past ten games also uh crystal palace main man yep and, uh richarlison for
0: everton for
1: everton yeah yep uh also pretty on form has scored in both of everton's uh last two home games so with two home games upcoming maybe another you know another ghost go streak yeah so uh yeah there there are a lot of players you can consider like actually,
0: mm I would agree with you because for for, for myself, right, the place to look at okay. So there are like one, two, three, four, five teams having double gimmick fixtures this weekend. So for me simply, Everton assets to look at is Jordan Pickford four point eight million because he he has been amazing. And I would say that he has single handedly like saved Everton's ass a lot of times in terms of fighting for relegation. So Jordan Pickford I think that he's a good shout. And for Everton, like what Ryan has mentioned, Richard Isan, price is priced price at seven point five million. The main man that is that make things happen for Everton. If you're looking for a bench fodder, right, maybe you can look at um Dignay, Dickney, or even Gordon. They are all priced between the four point five to five million range. Moving on to Aston Villa, same thing. I agree with what Ryan has mentioned just now regarding Matty Cash and Oli Watkins, because these two are the players that um tends to make things happen as well. And also Coutinho, he may be he may return. He may return with a brace or a assist oh, or two. And That's and right.
1: He also recently signed... He
0: just signed a new contract. Oh yes, yes. He's going to be a permanent Aston Villa player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah.
1: maybe he's got motivation, ah. Yeah, so got motivation both, to impress, ah. Uh. Somehow both game at home, so in yes. front yeah, of home crowd, wow. new signing. Correct.
0: Um, so Villa, I think these are the three players that we can keep an eye on, Watkins, Cash, and Coutinho. Uh, for Leicester, um, there's, there's a lot of debate whether uh, Harvey Barnes, James, Madison, or what's not. But I will just go for Schmeichel and Jamie Vardy because I think these two players are definitely new. And previously, Harvey Bunce and um, James Madison were dropped because of the Europa Conference League, want to save them, rest them, blah blah, By now, so out of the competition. So, if you ask me who will be new to start, um, I'll put my money on Schmeichel and Jamie Vardy. Whereas for Harvey Bunce and James Madison, I don't think that they will be able to... I don't think they will start the full 90 minutes, like in my opinion. Yes, they will start or come off the bench, but the probability of them being nude is not as high. So if you are building a team... Oh, move on to Crystal Palace, like what Ryan has mentioned about Wilfred Zaha. But I have my doubts regarding Wilfred Zaha. And moving on to Burnley. Uh, Burnley is just Burnley. Now, don't fall for the Black horse trap anymore. And we have no idea. I think Burnley is going down either them or Leeds. So, so if I were to use my free hit, if I have a free hit, I will build my squad around um, the core players will be Vardy, Schmeichel, Coutinho, Watkins, Cash, Richarlison and Pickford. Then definitely a KDB and a Salah. So yeah, the, these, these are the players that I think that for those managers out there, if you still have your chip, now is the time to play already. Hey Ryan, you still have a triple captain, right?
1: Yes, correct. <laughs> I just
0: remember, I think you still a triple... Will you be activating it this week? Or oh, what's your plan?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure I'll be activating this week. So, uh... I'll most likely put it on the double game week player, but like like you say, right, amongst all the double game week uh, players there isn't like a standout captaincy choice. There isn't yes. like a player like KAB or like Salah, you know, where you have like confidence where you can put your armband on. So it has to be between players like, I would say Vardy, uh, Richarlison, stuff like that. and. Hmm. To be honest, I have no idea who I'm gonna put it on.
0: Okay, okay. Let the tinkering begin. It's still some time, so don't worry. Right? Ryan, will you be doing any transfers this weekend? What what are your transfer plans?
1: Yeah, so uh this weekend, uh so prior to this, I've already sort of like my 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 plan was to build towards the big double game with 36 and 37. So for 37 without doing much, without doing anything, in fact, I've already, like, got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, at least 7 double gimmick players already, yeah, so, uh, I would probably be looking at, uh, bring in one more, so I'll have 8, 8, uh, 8 double gimmick players, uh, I think missing from my squad are uh, Crystal Palace players. So I am considering Zaha or I'm gonna bring in uh, Everton defender. Yeah, because I have I have like everyone else that we
0: have talked about already. That's true, that's true. Okay, yeah. for me right, the more urgent uh, more, or more urgent pressing matter is to get rid of uh, Ruben Diaz because he's officially out uh out injured till June. So high chance I'll bring in Matty Cash but I'm chasing for the top spot in our mini league. So I'm still I'm really contemplating.
1: Ready? Wait, oh I wait, I forgot. I forgot. I, I, I sorry, I thought I haven't made any transfer but I made I made really I made
0: really Oh you need your already yeah?
1: yeah. no because uh when DS was injured right? Yeah I subbed him already.
0: Oh you took it off? okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. still holding on to him lah. La. Yeah. So basically my priority will be getting DS out and bring Matty Cash. Bring okay. Cash in.
1: And I brought in Matty Cash.
0: <laughs> I mean that's a like I would say a no-bane transfer, but it's the most obvious transfer that um we should all be looking at if we have DS in yeah, yeah, yeah. And as of now, right, I only have like three double game players after I bring in Matty Cash. Eh? So I have She having double game week and Gordon having double game week. And the thing is that uh, I still think that I need to. I'm I'm considering taking point hits. right. What do you think if I'm in my position?
1: It's... No, ask me. Ask okay, me.
0: what? With my intention, right, yeah. is to remove knees I don't even know why I still have this Dennis who hasn't been um outstanding or performing. He's,
1: he's, he won't be playing, right? Uh-huh. He
0: didn't
1: start the Watford game.
0: Yeah, but uh, yeah, he
1: yeah, he didn't start the waffle game against Everton.
0: Yes, yes, he didn't start. So I've been looking. Maybe I'll bring him for. I'm looking lah. Either um, I I cannot afford Watkins. I cannot afford Richarlison, and I, I cannot I, afford Inc. So I will need to take additional point hits to bring them in. So I'm um, for lah. Uh, eight point hit lah.
1: <laughs> no, ask me la. I better okay. get the advice now lah.
0: at this this current juncture uh. so uh, I don't know I don't know man so okay I'm still contemplating but I'm definitely going to bring Matty Cash for Ruben Diaz. that's for sure like I mentioned just now I'll avoid all Palace and Burnley assets in my opinion uh, if you're on a free hit but are there any standout candidates or standout players that you think we should all get the fuck off from you know
1: Okay, so avoid. Uh, Usually, you know, I I pick from, like, the top 10 most transferred in, and this time round, it is Trossard. Yeah, Yeah, just because Brighton
0: trash Manchester United, then everybody bring him in. I really don't understand.
1: Yeah, so the thing is, in his past three games, he has returned uh, two goals and three assists. I I think he's in pretty good form. However, his five returns, right, are, like, 40%. 40-plus percent of his entire season return and the thing is uh, Brighton will be playing against Leeds and their final game will be against uh, West Ham I would think that both teams uh Need, need a win, la. West, Leeds definitely need a win to try and avoid relegation West Ham will be trying to uh, get a win as well so they can uh take the last your spot, right i think right now the spot belongs to united but if as long as but west ham has a game in hand and as long as they're on level points west ham will take it because west ham has a far superior goal difference uh, I, I i think the goal difference united cannot catch up la i think it's 10 plus goals so i think west ham priority will be to at least match united points and they have to win the game in hand like yeah so i will also think must win game for west ham and Leeds. uh yeah i, I just don't see brighton excelling and i don't see Trossard bring uh ma- many points and you know the opportunity cost here for bringing in Trossard is you're missing out on double game week players or you're missing out on informed midfielders like kdb sterling sun so yeah i would say avoid
0: for me it's too and simple, just um, avoid Burnley assets and palace assets if you're going for your double game week um free hit chip, activating it this weekend lah. So avoid palace and most importantly is avoid Burnley la, because I don't think white horse is fan is good. La. So don't fall for the white horse trip again. Don't fall for the Red horse trap again.
1: Differential player. My differential player this week will most likely be uh one of uh, Everton's defense and the player I am looking at Probably be my what's his name, Michael Lenko. Yeah, and he's owned by I think,
0: uh, yeah, we are, we are. I'm going for the same play, also. Michael Lenko, right? He's priced at 4.9 million and selected by like only 0.9% of managers worldwide.
1: Yeah. So, uh, generally, uh, fullback, of course, if you have the money, fullback is someone that you will want. Mm. because they tend to be uh, more attacking la in a sense yes yeah so yeah michael would be my yeah because I, I i'll actually i will go for pickford but then uh my and Pickford is owned by 6.2 percent and Pickford mm. has been in superb form yes uh in, in a game against uh in the past three games lah, i would say so but the thing is, my, my goalkeeper already has a double game-weight fixture, so uh, it doesn't make sense. La. Side-weight transfers, so yep. it doesn't make sense. So I'll, I'll go for Michael lah, la, for me. And he and he recently scored a goal as well against Leicester. And he has been playing 90 minutes for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 7 of the past 8 games. So I would think that he's pretty nailed
0: yep yeah, yep so
1: yeah michael Lenko for
0: me yeah i would agree because that i'm looking at is also michael Lenko. however some people will, who are like for example again they are on their free hit or one the point C, they might consider like luka dine who is 0.1 million um more expensive than michael Lenko, right so maybe they'll think that oh maybe i'll just go for luka dine who is more established in a sense rather than michael Lenko. but we all know lah um if Michaelenko is on red hot form right now, and honestly speaking, I I I don't, he's position to lose as well, so as compared to Luka Dine, Lenko has more, at least the well, they have more influence, like, he has more influence as compared to Luka Dine, so I think he's a good differential if you are looking for, and he's very affordable as well, so he's a very, very good uh, bench fodder if you are looking for somebody to some somebody who has a double gimmick fixture to actually bring in who is new. So Michaelenko is the player that we should all be looking at for differential play of the week. So Ryan, captaincy choice.
1: Wow. What like...
0: Okay, yeah. who is in your current like um mindset? Like in your current mind, who do you want currently? Okay,
1: because I feel that this is a lot more difficult because I am planning to use my triple captain uh trip.
0: Okay, okay. Like, so
1: I think it puts a little bit more... Bro, honestly, right, like,
0: I think the standout candidate right, is Jamie Vardy. Eh?
1: They playing Chelsea away lah. Stop it lah.
0: But there is a possibility, like you have been talking about Jamie, he's super fast, he's able to score goals, right place, right time. So...
1: I, I don't know, I, I...
0: If Chelsea can concede two goals against Wolves, right, why Vardy cannot score?
1: Yeah la, true lah.
0: Because the we is you don't want to you don't want to watch Buddy's score against Chelsea. That's why.
1: Yeah, I, I, you
0: know the answer deep in that you have kept the most obvious choice to captain Badi.
1: No, I, I, actually not really because Leicester is a team that has nothing to play for. And okay. To be honest, the 3 0 scoreline against Norwich, right, really flattered uh, Leicester a lot. Okay. Yeah, uh. Uh, yeah, honestly, if Spurs got double game weight, right, Sector right? I bring in Sun, triple cap, easy. No, really, <laughs> okay, then uh... I'll go first.
0: My captain, right, I think i just go for Matty Cash. Wow,
1: captain Matty Cash.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> I think it's time to, I need to climb up soon, uh, I need to climb okay. up the, the mini league, and I need somebody who is a uh, differential, it's not say a differential, I'll just place my money on Matty Cash. Uh. But the problem is same thing, uh, Vila has nothing to play for, so whether they'll take it seriously or not is a question mark. Uh.
1: Yeah, th- this side, uh, oh, tempting, uh, honestly, a bit tempting. Um, uh, I would think I may go for Richarlison.
0: Richarlison, ah, uh. yeah, okay, I think that's a good shot. Also, fighting for relegation, two home fixtures, I yeah, 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 think need to start.
1: He has scored in the past, uh, previous two home games. Uh, yeah, definitely need to start. He is like their main man right now, yes. Uh. Yeah, if anything were to happen, hopefully, I'm hoping it's him. So, yeah. Wow, Richarlison, triple... I never would expect myself to put triple captain seat on Richarlison.
0: (laughs) He has been a very hot and cold player throughout the entire season. Just that right now, because Everton is fighting for relegation, the main man is to step up. So, unfortunately, uh, it's a very dangerous punt, but... I mean, if you don't take the pun out, when we want to take this? It's really game week 37, really. Yeah, so, okay. Ryan. Yes. Pau Chia player of the week. Okay,
1: not easy?
0: Easy, yeah. yeah okay. Easy. On a count of three, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: One. Two. Three. Five. Salah. Wait, oh, you, you. San?
1: San, yeah. San Hyong Min. Aban oh, because Van yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Burnley is one, and I think uh, now that he's just one goal behind top scorer Salah, right? Mm. I am rooting for him to be the first ever Asian Premier League Golden Boot player, and I I think he deserves it. So, uh, he and he this this close, so yeah, I hope I hope Sana.
0: Okay. Uh, okay. San goes for it. I'm going for another Golden Boot contender, Mo Salah, and I foresee that in a game against Southampton away, right, he will just explode. So, plus, they are fighting, going for the for, for the Premier League title, right, so... This is a game that Salah will explode, Demo I think.
1: you go to Captain
0: Salah? Uh, double game week fixture, bro. Matty Cash. Like, he must go for a differential. But if Salah return with a hat-trick, then... Jokes on me, really. Yeah I, okay okay I I did consider captaining Salah really really I did consider captaining Salah so it's either if I'm feeling brave right then I will just go for Matthew Cash but if I'm going for something that's the uh, more power right uh, Salah really so I don't know lah I don't know lah because uh, me, okay now the the current situation right for all these out there right is that me in a, in Ryan's and I midi league, right I'm only like one point away from the top so every decision has to be very very well thought out. Uh. Every point here that I want to take uh, has to be very very well thought out as well. So that explains the situation and stress that, I'm, that I am in right now. So there we have it, our Pau Chia players, Mo Salah for me and Son Heung Min for Ryan. So we have come to an end of another episode of FBL Pau Chia. Thanks for tuning in and wow, time, have, time flies by so quickly. We are already in the second last episode already. Today will be our second last episode, so i like to give a big. Sh- we would like to give a big shout out to all our listeners who have been listening to our podcast, listening to Ryan and my voice for the past close to a year, and we wouldn't be here without your support. So, uh, Ryan, do you have any words to say regarding like now is the second last game, really, for all listeners out there? Do you have any words to say to them? Like, you gambate, you know.
1: Uh, I'll I'll leave like all the. Thank you and supportive words for
0: our For team. the last okay, okay. Yeah, but right uh, now, right, is to right hang now, in there. Right uh-huh. now what
1: I have to say is uh if you are to if you are thinking of bringing in any Chelsea or Liverpool player, uh remember they have a FA Cup final this Saturday. So mm. hold your knees. <laughs> Don't wait, Yeah, wait wait for the game, wait for the lineup to see, you know, who may be rested and stuff like that. Yep, uh, yeah, then, then make your decision, alright?
0: So, to all listeners out there, now we are approaching the end of the season Really, Hang in there, fight hard. May the FPL odds ever be in your favor. And would like to say a big shout-out to FPL only, La because um, you guys have really supported Joshua when on our show last weekend. We saw the listenership soar, And thank you so much, Joshua, for being here. And I hope you guys have been enjoying our episode so far. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Once again, we are FPL Pautia.